This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. quite a risky person you know I take a lot of risks like Anastasia who's directing today um, as Irene's off is telling us you know five seconds to air and this is at the start of the show by the way not this break and I'm like oh no I didn't have a sip of coffee and I take a sip of coffee with five seconds for me to bring in the show Grant do you take such risks I can't I I can't afford I have to have my coffee (laughs) on standby all the time. I cannot afford to not because then I'm going to, you know, say something that I shouldn't say right. on the show and then I'm going to get fired. So but with I... five seconds to speaking, potentially, would you take a sip of coffee? This is gonna be... I feel like five seconds before coming out of the break, for sure. I'm always like, I don't know if I, people can see hmm. my coffee on air, so I want to put that uh, that down ASAP. But yeah, pre- yeah, pretty close to air, for sure. Yeah, reasonable, right? And um, if you think yes. about it, I've actually gone much better because it used to be like taking a bite of cupcake with five seconds to coming back on air, things like that. Mm. Not great. Not a good idea. We would have right. done it when we were on audio, for sure. Yeah, on audio? <laughs> Everything passes yes. on audio. Yes. We're going to get into more tech talk. We started off with a bit of tech at the start of the show. Let's keep going with Michael Babcock. App news, device reviews, security advice, and more. It's time to talk tech with me, Michael Babcock. Get your dose of ever-changing technology knowledge right here on Kelly and Rummy. Michael, you heard the question, which was, when the hell did uh, OpenAI come on the scene? And you figured it out, 2015? Yeah, 2015. A Google search. Mm. I, I, maybe I should have went to chat GPT, GPT to find out the say. answer, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but that's a reasonable amount of time, um, especially for an exec to be with the company. And then right. I guess we'll figure out more. About the fire. We'll see what happens with that. Because that, that kind of caught me off guard, too. And anyone, I, I think a lot of people in the tech industry, it just came out of nowhere. Yep. I, I didn't believe it at first. Suddenly, with not a lot of detail, and then now an investigation launched. So really quite interesting yes. to follow the story. Yes. Um, but in other context around uh, OpenAI, they had Developer Day a couple of weeks ago, and we want to know about the announcements. Yeah, so uh, speaking of things, can can people see things in camera? Just to forewarn people, there may be a dog that's sitting to my left uh, that's that's eager to let me know that the boys are coming downstairs. So hopefully he won't bark and, and we'll roll with it if he does. Um, at the developer convention that happened for OpenAI, they announced that there were over 100 million weekly users that's that's a lot of users on the chat gpt system when wow. you think about it, it hasn't even been out for a full year um they did launch the gpt4 turbo which means it'll be able to get more information for you faster and it can also take more details um someone told me once that Uh, I think I read it actually in a news article that now it can take up to 300 pages of content at once, which is a lot of content. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, users can build their own GPTs without coding. Uh, I built myself a media coach. And uh, what that does is I gave it names of the shows that I contribute on or names of the shows that I host, what we talk about and some tips and uh, about the content. And I am now reaching out to my media coach to get some assistance from GPT, which I think is really interesting. And to build it, this threw me off a little bit, uh, to build it, it asks you questions, right? And so you respond to the questions with what you uh, what your answers are. Well, it told me what type of style do you want this uh, this assistant or this GPT to have? And I was overthinking it. I'm like, well, I don't know. I should open Google and start searching for different styles. And I said, what am I doing? I just asked GPT, what do you mean? Give me some examples. And it gave me some examples to answer its questions. Because again, it's a chat bot. It's not just a pick this or pick that. Um, they're going to be launching a GPT store for users. You can already, if you're a GPT plus subscriber, quick side note, if you're not, you can't sign up right now. So just be aware of that. Um, they have a wait list because they've hit capacity. Um, but you can go in and you can choose your GPT. And there are several different uh, store GPTs that you can pick from, one of which is a negotiator. So I'm going to play with that Ooh. a little bit more. Yeah, to help Excellent. you with contract negotiation, in negotiation is what they give as the example. Um, so there's a new. Oh, go ahead. Oh, so the, so it's essentially, uh, essentially, you can design your own GPT by giving it instructions, or you can purchase sort of pre-designed models. Is that the idea? So we'll take the word purchase out for right now. We all know okay. that's coming down the road because, mm -hmm. you Got know, it. why not? But right now they have several different for free that have been pre-configured okay. that you can go in and chat with directly. Um, there's right, an, a cool. couple more things that I'll go over here that they mentioned. A new assistant API, which means that with these new assistants, app developers can plug into those and bring those new assistant personalities to apps that are available. Um, and so the last thing that I will mention is they also have an audio preset with six different voices for their API that gives you the ability to add GPT to your apps and then let people talk and get natural language back from the GPT itself. I have heard some of their natural voices. I, I use a, a different app that sort of interacts directly with their api and those the voices are insanely natural we've hmm. all heard natural uh -huh. speech but if you hear one of these voices it is really just blows you away <laughs> it's scary with how good they are hmm. And what's really um, eerie is if you use the chat GPT app itself and you enable the voice mode, you're you're just having a, you don't have to say a wake word. You're just having a conversation with something that sounds eerily like a human. Uh, it's kind of scary where we're going. Yeah, it's VR uh, at its fullest. Okay. Do we want to talk a little bit about, is it adept AI, which yep. is doing things a bit differently? Yeah, so 
when we talk about AI and we've talked about it on the show, we've talked about these text-based AIs that you chat with. Well, Adapt AI is uh, using existing software to make itself be more aware of what you do. So you can choose to record different uh, actions that you take, for example, in an office. Maybe you send form mails or you are uh, sending a regular meeting invite to people. Well, you can teach the Adapt AI to be able to perform these tasks as well, which then means that it now can take control of your computer and do the tasks that you tell it to do based on what you've taught it. And that's just the beginning of where they're going with that. And I think it's really interesting how they're using ADAPT to be able to learn how to how individuals are using their technology and then interact with it. And the main researchers involved in this came from DeepMind, Google, and OpenAI in order to uh, bring this to life. Wow. Uh, there's, wow. there's also a chat GPT, going back there, Chrome extension to make uh, the interface more accessible. How is it actually helpful, Michael? Yeah, so it was developed by a blind individual to make the ChatGPT website more accessible with screen readers. Um, OpenAI has been around for just about a year now, and there's still several unlabeled buttons inside mm. the interface, which drives me crazy. So you get labels for those buttons. It also adds headings to the responses, so you can quickly jump between responses, kind of like if you're familiar with BARD, how BARD does it as well. And you can get that if you're using Chrome or Edge uh, by going to find the accessible GPT add-on. That's great. Uh, switching gears a little bit, uh, AI played a role in the winning selection for Vispero's Next Big Thing contest. I think we sometimes know the more is Freedom Scientific. Uh, what was yeah. this? Who won? How did it go? Yeah, so uh, Freedom Scientific, Vispero, um, they held a contest this year that is the next big thing and how you can submit ideas for what you want to see come to the JAWS and uh, Zoom text applications. And the winner this year was Abby Duffy, and she suggested AI image descriptions to be built into the JAWS software. And she used an example of how she's a college student and sometimes is provided charts or graphs and isn't able to get the details out of that without sending it to a third party right. and how it would be convenient if you can just process that right there within JAWS. Oh, that's brilliant. Um, yeah. Also, Android uh, Police, yes, shared yep. some Google Calendar shortcuts. Let's talk about how we can navigate this tool. Yeah, so uh, Google Calendar shortcuts, they gave a couple of keystrokes, including the J uh, key and the N key to jump to the previous and next date range. Uh, they also shared information about uh, some other keystrokes that you need to enable by going to your settings of your Google Calendar and then tabbing through to the checkbox that says to turn it on. Once you have those on, you can use the letter S to jump to your settings or T to go to today. Mm. Uh, one through number four will let you switch between day, week, month, and custom view. Um, and the question mark will show what all of the keystrokes are if you need those available for you. What calendar apps do you use? Do you use Google Calendar or what do you use primarily? I... 
I ran uh so so this this weekend I'm doing presentations for a company and I had three booked one right after another and I tell people now my day of or my word of the day for Saturday was trust your calendar because I got an email confirmation and they're like yeah you started at 11 well their their social event starts at 11 so I thought I double booked myself I am I using a tool called Fantastical on the iPhone what I really like about it is it gives you natural language input which means you can say something like Kelly and Rumia uh, live hit every Monday at 11 10 a.m. And then that adds the event to my calendar automatically and it gives it the reoccurrence. Mm. And one nice thing is while you're on the Mac, you can get your ca new calendar event uh, menu pop up by simply pressing control option space and then start typing your event. And if you want to check to see how it interpreted it, you hit VO right arrow. And once you start to trust that calendar, you can tap the enter key and that will automatically add it to you, whatever calendar you're using on your computer. So it's available as a client on the Mac and as an app on the iPhone. Yep. And imports everything else in. Okay, great. Uh, so let's talk about going back to Google, but Google Docs has keystrokes. Can you remind us what some of these are, the popular ones, ones that we should probably remember? Well, if you are familiar with keystrokes in Microsoft Word and a lot of your, your apps that you're already using, then the keystrokes in Google Docs are similar. You can do a command forward slash to get a list of the keystrokes in order to get familiar with them. But things like control B will bold your text or control I will italicize it. And then you can also uh, access the menu and command or I'm sorry, option or alt slash will let you search the menu for a menu option that you know is there, but you just don't remember what drop-down menu it's under. Is Google Sheets pretty accessible with keyboard shortcuts as well? Yeah, so it is pretty accessible. You want to disable your virtual viewer or browse mode if you're using JAWS or NVDA respectively. And then just use your arrow keys to up and down arrow through the columns. Uh, I'm sorry, through yeah, through the columns, and then you can navigate left and right along the row. And going to Gmail, uh, they're dropping basic HTML for users. How can we navigate Gmail in the future because of this? Yeah, so that keystroke, control slash or command slash, is uh, very valuable when it comes to keystrokes. Like Google Calendar, you do need to go into the settings of your Gmail application and enable the keystroke access. And then my favorite keystroke is GI, and that takes you to your inbox. But if you remember, G means go to, and then I for inbox, okay. D for drafts, S for sent. And then C to compose a new message. And then uh, the last thing is just remember disable that virtual viewer and use your arrow keys to navigate the Gmail interface like you normally would navigate Outlook or other email tools. Um, before That's we true. go, Michael, can you just tease this? We won't have enough time to get into it because we're uh, wrapping. But uh, tell us what set app is because you can try out apps on the Mac. And we can talk more yeah, about it. Yeah, it's a monthly week. subscription, and we can talk about that next week for sure. That allows you to try apps out. And most importantly, in my opinion, the app developers get paid every time you use the app. Oh, so fun. Oh, and I obviously so cool. lied. Not next week, because we're going to be not here. We're doing prime time, but we'll talk to you the week after. <laughs> time flies when you're having fun. I didn't realize <laughs> next Monday was already the 27th. I know. That's exactly <laughs> what we were saying, Michael. Thank you so much. We'll chat with you next uh, time. You guys have a great rest of your show. I almost did it again. Cheers.
Michael Babcock joins us on Mondays to give us our weekly tech talk, and there's a lot that he covers uh, when we meet. All right, we're going to talk about some things coming up on the headlines. I don't have the teaser here, but uh, you know what's going on, Grant, because you're the one leading that. Bethany Deer is also going to be joining us after the break on Kelly and Ramia. Stick around and learn something new. Kelly and Ramya return with more in a moment. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. <laughs> 